Hey guys, Marky here, and I recently got the chance to sit down and interview our lovely member, Stephanie Peacock. When I think of discipline and small habits and consistency, I think of Stephanie. She is someone that truly understands how all of that really matters and paying attention to details. She is constantly working on herself and being the best version of her that she could be. And in this podcast, we talk about her fitness journey before, during, and after her career with the Coast Guard and the in-between time between then and when she became a member of Blue Titan. I hope that you guys enjoy this podcast and thank you guys for listening. You might see the random three-legged deer run back oh, there. Totally Fox. fine. <laughs> yeah. A woodpecker just flew between me and the in the house a few minutes ago. Should I pause it and like drive over if I see like a bear in the background? Like I think <laughs> if that's there's a, a bear in the background, that would be awesome. I've only seen a picture. I have a, a trail cam over here, and it's only caught a picture of it once in the entire year we've been here. Oh, really? Once? Once. I'm kind of surprised. They're all over the neighborhood. I guess since we're at the top, they don't come up here often. Uh, I don't know. That makes sense. I mean, it is a very big hill and very uh, steep drop. Not a fun hill to run. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, I'm going to start anyway since, again, we're recording. But uh, thank you again for joining today. I have Stephanie Peacock, the beautiful Stephanie Peacock. She is uh, a wonderful member of our community. And I wanted to sit down and interview her and just get an idea of what her fitness journey looked like. Where did she start? When did fitness begin in Stephanie's world? And when she met us at Blue Titan and then her journey kind of from there, because again, from day one that I've met you, I've seen a huge transformation. I just wanted to one, say you are freaking awesome. And two, Uh, again, I I think it's really cool. Your journey is very cool and unique, and I'd like to share that with people. Oh, I thank you, Marky. Cool. All right. Uh, so my first question is, uh, when did you start sports slash working out? Because I feel like that's kind of where it all begins, even as a kid, whether you did it for fun, for competitiveness, that's kind of where it all starts. So what did you start out with? Uh, I was a very inactive child. You know, I've never done monkey bars, never did gymnastics. My first thing of sports was basically high school. I started field hockey um, and softball. They were fun, but I wasn't very fit or active, and I was I was a little overweight. Mm-hmm. So it just wasn't that fun, but I wanted to be part of, like, a team. Mm-hmm. And I did that for, you know, my, my high school career. And then... Fitness didn't really start till I joined the military. Okay, so you played team sports throughout uh, middle school, you said? High school. High school, okay. High school, and then was that your choice? Did you choose those sports, or did your parents kind of like nudge you being like, hey, you know, you need to do something? <laughs> no, it was it was completely my choice. Okay, very cool. All right, so team sports and then fitness kind of began in the military. So what, what, why did you choose to join the military? I always kind of like hearing what, and you picked Coast Guard too, right? 
Um, my parents gave me one full year from after I graduated high school to decide what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Whether go to college, get a job, whatever. And then after that year, I had to pay rent or they were going to kick me out. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't ready for college. I just wasn't ready to make that commitment of what do I want to be for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. No clue. So I was like, mm, let me look at the military. And I've, I've lived by an Air Force base, huge Air Force base, mm-hmm. um, Dover Air Force Base in Delaware. Okay. And it was pretty cool. I, you know, I saw field trips or whatever. I was like, nah, Air Force isn't me. I don't like planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like planes like the outside of them or like <laughs> like uh, foreseeably like dri- or not driving. Them. Yeah, you drive a plane. Yeah. Or fly. Fly a plane. Yeah. Yeah. No, just anything with it. I, I had no aspirations of, I thought Air Force, I thought planes. <laughs> nope. Marines, I, I knew I wasn't tough enough to be a Marine. Mm-hmm. They're freaking badass. And no. <laughs> Army, no offense, Lloyd. I, I thought I was a little smarter to be than being in the Army. Okay. And it would be a grunt. And so I looked at the Navy. I actually almost went in the Navy. Really? I did. I was with a recruiter. I had paperwork drawn up. They confiscated my high school diploma and my birth certificate and wouldn't give it back. Oh. And then I, th- I know, right? And then I talked to a Coast Guard recruiter and they're like, no, no, we'll, we'll take care of that and get that back for you. They're not allowed to hold any of those things. Oh, that's very uh, odd. That, I can see that can already be like, uh, I'm not sure about this now. Exactly. And then the Coast Guard recruiter was great. You know, like, hey, you know, this is what we got. It's very hard to get in. You know, if you, if you want, you have to, you know, take your, your ASVAB test, which is your, your placement test to see how smart you are and what jobs you qualify for, or even if you qualify to be in the military. Mm-hmm. And then you had to do your, your physicals and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, cool. I came home one day. Hey, mom. Uh, I'm joining the Coast Guard. Okay. And that, that, that was the beginning of my journey. And do you have military family? My grand, both my grandfathers were, one was in the Air Force, one was in the Army. Okay. And my uncle was in the Army. And that's it. Not immediate, not, well, I mean, I guess uncle is more immediate than, um, like cousins and stuff, but not, not, not mom, not dad. Not mom, not dad, not my brother. So what was the appeal of the Coast Guard? Was it the actual like person that you were dealing with that actually had the appeal? Or what was the overall appeal for the military since you were kind of like, it sounds like, unsure of where to go and making a decision for like the rest of your life, like you kind of just said? The beach. The beach, yeah. The beach. <laughs> the Coast Guard. You're at the beach. You're never going to not be on the water. And I, I love living at the shore. I love going to the beach. I love swimming. Sounds good. Very cool. And what did your uh, PT and boot camp kind of look like? Uh, PT and boot camp, it's, it's, it's not as intense as the other services, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, your qualifying was a mile and a half run, uh, which was 1526 was your, was your minimum you could do or the – you know, as, as slow as you could run it. Right. And then you had to do, I want to say, 36 push-ups in a minute. Or no, sit-ups. 28 push-ups, uh, a sit and reach, a swim test, treading water, and something else. And I can't remember. Okay. But it, it, it doesn't seem that terrible compared to, like, what other services say. Right. 
but I never passed the run test. I, uh, every time we ran, I had to run and fail every time. Embarrassing. How, uh, how often do you have to take the test? I had to take the test every week since I didn't pass it. Every week? Every week. And I did not get better. Oh, wow. And they allowed me to do the Coast Guard standard swim test. Okay. Which is 500 meters in under 12 minutes. And I think I did it in like 950 or something like that. 950. Okay. You're a decent swimmer, Steph. I can swim. So they said, as long as I try the run test, even if I don't pass, I can do the swim test. Okay. Um, And then if you don't pass the swim test, they have some sort of a a bike test. Mm -hmm. But I I never did that. I heard it was terrible. It's like the assault bike times a million. Is it a actual bicycle or is it a assault bike or some sort of... uh... Stationary bike. Okay, stationary bike. It's not an assault bike. It's just a regular old gym stationary bike. But mm-hmm. I think you have to keep it a- above certain RPMs and do it for X amount of time without dropping. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never had to do that, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And so then in boot camps, regular boot camp, you're always doing push-ups. You're always running. You're always, you know, up-downs and everything over your head with, with your rifles and you're standing here for like four hours. You know, some people get sprayed with a hose, some don't. You're running on the beach. You've got your, 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 your rucksack on or we, what we call sea bags full of everything you own running on the beach. Your, your, your drill sergeants throw all your crap everywhere and you got to gather it all and hope you get your stuff. And yeah. Did you like the experience? Cause I feel like, I, I don't know, like, and how long were you in boot camp for? Uh, I want to say boot camp was eight weeks. Eight weeks, okay. And it it, it wasn't terrible. It was it was a mind game. Mm-hmm. The funny thing was, I was stationed at boot camp for a year after I graduated, so I, I got to see all the tricks of what's going on and how how people react. And I'm like, did I really look that goofy? Huh. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I probably did. Pretty sure I did. But but the weird thing in boot camp. I gained weight. Oh. I didn't lose weight, and it wasn't muscle weight. Why do you think that is? Have you kind of looked back and figured out? I want to say it was the diet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the foods that I grew up with were, were all home-cooked foods, well-prepared. Well My mom's a great, a great cook. I'm not going to say chef, but mm. she's a great cook. <laughs> and going from, you know, home-prepared food, natural ingredients, garden ingredients, then going to... Mess hall. Right. Carbs, starches, carbs, starches. I, I, it just, I think I gained 20 pounds in boot camp. 20 pounds. Wow. And did you, uh, so how long again did you, so you went to boot camp for, you said a year, right? Af, like after your first A year camp? after I graduated, yes. Yeah. And then after that, how long were you in the military for? Because you're, are you? Are you still active? You're still active, or no? No, no. I'm, a, I'm a civilian for the military now. Okay, okay. And um, so how long were you in the military for? 14 years. 14 years. Wow. Long cur- were you expecting to be in that long? Yeah, I expected yeah. to be in longer. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why for, like, why 14? Is that, like, typical uh, military time? Or, like, is there, or no, you just... 
four years is four years is typical. Some do six, and then if, after you pass six, you usually do twenty and retire. Wow. Um. So. And what, like, what were you in charge of at, like, in the Coast Guard and everything? Let's see. Like, uh, I, I had a lot of responsibilities, surprisingly. Yeah. I, I got out of boot camp as 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 a E three. I'm a little non right. They called us seamen. <laughs> yes. Yes, the great name. Drama. The wonderful name. <laughs> yeah. And I was in charge of anywhere between 50 and 250 recruits every night for an hour. Mm-hmm. I was a uh, ceremonial instructor. I, I taught the uh, the uh, Coast Guard recruit band. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. I got to yell at them and all that fun I stuff. I can't picture you yelling. Uh, like, I, like there's a... I, I guess you'll have to like yell at me one day and then like I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you've never, you've never seen the yell? I don't think so. I have not seen the yell. <laughs> oh, good Lord. You're in for it. <laughs> it was fun. Um, after that, I, 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 I maintained the, uh, the semen status. <laughs> of course, naturally. <laughs> yes, yes. And I went to my first ship, which we call Cutters. And it was, Wow. You, you, you take the bathroom in Blue Titan. Yeah. Upstairs one. Yes. And you throw 20 girls in there. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Why? Yeah. I, I've never been around that many women before in my entire life, let alone for, you know, stuck at sea for three months at a time. Three months in that, like, that's where you sleep and everything? That's where you sleep. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's, wow. it's, it's tight quarters. And, and, and I was a, I was a painter and a sander and a fireman and, and, and I, I did a uh, firefighting and, and I drove the ships and I looked for contacts and all that stuff. And I got bored of that. You so got I got uh, bored of that. I did. I did. So I became a gunner's mate. <laughs> and what is that? I, again, I have no idea. It's okay. <laughs> um, gunner's mate is basically a, for the coast guard, it's very, um, broad spectrum i'm in charge of small arms medium caliber um weapon systems large caliber weapon systems um firearms training uh back when i was in we did a lot of the law enforcement training as well oh that's pretty so i got to help with that and i did um three ships after that two in uh, south carolina and one in the middle east and i was i was in charge of the the weapons program for a, a crew of 20 in the Middle East. That's wild. And teaching them and helping them run the different types of weaponry. Is that is that correct? Right. Correct. Uh-huh. Um, we had a small uh, 25 millimeter machine gun on the front. We had 50 calibers, uh, grenade launchers, and, you know, the small arms, uh, 9 millimeter M16s, M4s, and 12 gauges. And I taught the whole crew how to maintain, shoot, and, and all that stuff. That's pretty cool. Did you have to do a lot of, like, training before teaching or was this kind of like you were picking it up and they were like hey you or did you like you know what I'm saying like did you apply to like kind of build up to working to that position or did it kind of just happen okay you did okay um both actually happened build up over the the years to to get the knowledge to get the skill and to get the the recommendations to go to such a a different type of unit for the coast guard because you think coast guard you think united states yeah, and that's exactly what I thought. And I, again, I think you're just staying like either. I mean, to be honest, like I think ocean, and then I think helicopter because that, like, those are like <laughs> what I see, and that's it. 
That's all right. That, that's what I joined to be. I wanted to be a rescue swimmer. And I was like, they run. They run too much. I'm not going to be a rescue oh, swimmer. Okay. Why do I need to run? I can swim. <laughs> you can swim pretty damn fast, too. But again, it's 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 about running and endurance. And I didn't have the physical endurance to run. Mm-hmm. Now, what were the top five or three or five lessons that you learned in the military that carried over into your everyday life? Because Again, from what you're saying, there was physical challenges. There was also you having to run 20 plus people, being in tight quarters. Those are a lot of obstacles to overcome and also then returning back to civilian life. Yep. Um, time. Time management and the value of time. Mm-hmm. Every minute counts. Yeah. Your time's important, my time's important, and nobody wants to waste it, especially in the military, mm-hmm. even though it's hurry up and wait. <laughs> it's kind of that's, ironic. That's, 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 that's a big one. And, and routine. Every day you have a routine. You have X amount of things you have to do that day, regardless of what's going on. You're on a ship. You wake up. You, you go do your, your, your attendance or muster, what we call you, you get your jobs done, you get your, your scheduled maintenance is done, you do your trainings, but you know, there's a fire over here on the ship. Well, you got to put out the fire and I'm not joking. There's a fire. Yeah. You got to go put it out. It takes several hours. Well, you still have a full day of work still to do and your day is not done. So you still have to manage to pick up that routine after the hectic fire that almost sunk the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so time, routine, and what else? You know, it's easier to write it than it is. Uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> than it is the, the talk. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's about, that's two. No, you Sorry. had a time routine, no, time and routine, uh, and then. I mean, two's good. Those are two really, like, important ones. I'm not going to be like, oh, that was... Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of other lessons you take from the military. Um, it's just, you know, when, when you're asked to do something, you're, you're relied upon to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is your job. You know, oh, that's, that's what it was. It's your job, and you never ask somebody to do something you haven't done or, or aren't willing to do. Mm-hmm. So you don't go tell somebody to go jump off a, a 16-foot container and, and rappel down it if you haven't done it. Right. Right. No, that makes a lot of sense because uh, that gives you credibility, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next question is, what was your... So you, you have all those lessons. Um, were you able to apply them, like in your life pretty easily, like after you left the military or was it a little bit like, was it hard? Was it difficult? Or uh, I, I don't know. I, I laugh because any, any prior military person will, will be able to tell you the same thing. It is night and day between military life and civilian life. Really? You leave the military and you, you go out into the civilian world and it's like, where's the structure? Where's mm-hmm. the discipline? Where's the order? Why aren't people moving with a sense of urgency? Why are people slow, slow? Why doesn't anybody have an answer for me right now? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to sound like it's an entitlement, but no, but it makes sense. That's the way they teach you in the military. You you're told to do something, and instead of asking why you jump, if you have to ask, you ask how high, right? Or you jump. 
and it's 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 it it's still a culture shock when I have to work with people outside the military. Cause and I've I've been out for five years now. Well, Picatinny, I'm assuming, is still very much like the same <laughs> type of culture, even though it's not technically like. Is it what what is it considered active service or what is it or is it civil service? Civil service, okay. But there's still like an essence of the military and discipline and orderliness and, like you said, or uh, ownership too of your task. Yes, I, I I work with most of the people I work with. In, in my job field are all prior military. Mm-hmm. So it's that comfort zone that I never left, which is kind of nice. Okay. Uh, no. It's like a security blanket. No, I like, like that. And it's good that you found like a place that allows you to have that type of discipline and security too, that you're talking about because, um, it's, it can be difficult to adjust, uh, if you just kind of like, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I work with a good amount of civilians that have no military experience. A lot of our engineers, not knocking engineers, they're smart people, right? And great people. I work with a lot of them, but they don't have the military discipline. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like sometimes, just what were you thinking? Come on, a little faster. And how do you? Um, have you ever? I, I mean, I'm sure you have. Have you ever had to have that conversation? And what did that conversation kind of look like? To be like, hey, like. I, I, I try to avoid confrontation <laughs> and, and I make light of it, you know, Hey, you know, there, there's, I literally just got done cleaning this, this entire, the weapons room. Mm-hmm. I turn around five minutes later, there's tools everywhere. I'm like, Hey dude, I, I, I just cleaned that. Can mm-hmm. you put them away? Uh, that's kind of where I leave it. Cause I don't want to have confrontation. No, makes sense. Um, what was my next question for you? Uh, so there was some time between your military um, experience and then between BT. Um, mm-hmm. What did that look like and what was your fitness life post-military? Non-existent. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my, my military career in the lack of better terms, was a yo-yo abruptly pulled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was out of not, nothing bad, but I was I was separated from the military honorably and no job. Mm-hmm. Just had a kid. Lily, oh, Lily wow. was maybe, maybe a year old when wow. I got out. So I, I still had the, the baby weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a horrible pregnancy, by, by the way. Backtrack, because there, there's, there's underlying factors with that. We lost our home in Hurricane Sandy. I did not know that. Oh, my God. We we were living in Highlands, New Jersey, down at the Jersey Shore. Oh, my God, Steph. Holy crap. Literally just moved into the house October 1st. Had boxes still that were unpacked or packed in the the front porch, screened in porch. Um, Hadn't even, like, decorated this, that, the other. Still, it was, like, 12 days. Hurricane Sandy hit a three level house that was eight feet off the ground had 13 foot of water in it. Oh my God. Lost everything. I'm pregnant. We lived in a hotel for four months. Holy crap. And we had dogs. Yeah. So somebody had to be in the hotel room at all times with the dogs. 
Yeah. Wow. So a little room, me, my husband, who's not a small or quiet man. <laughs> no. <laughs> and two dogs. I became very stationary. Right. Yeah. I gained. I went up to 230 pounds with my pregnancy. Post-pregnancy or like during while, my, pre- during, during my okay. pregnancy with Lily. And so needless to say, I wasn't very active. So it was very more, it was a little more than average of weight gain. Right. So fast forward, moved into house, yak, 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 got out of the military, had Lily. I got down to about 160 ish, okay. 165. Uh, military, my, my weight standards was 168 pounds. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be above that. So I got below that after Lily. Mm-hmm. Got out of the military, no job, no home, moved to California. Oh, wow. We, uh, we actually owned a house in California. Do you still own a house in California? Or you said no, we still own. <laughs> <laughs> we owned a house in California, so we moved to California, got a job. And I gained a lot of weight. My job was the same job I'm doing now, mm-hmm. but not with the military or with, with the government. But it was just, you know, there was no activity. I would eat, you know, go out for burritos every morning with the crew and get donuts and McDonald's and Taco Bell mm-hmm. and drink a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the weight you know, came up a little bit. And then Steve, my husband, said, hey, I, I, I want to get fit. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's try paleo diet. I think it looks good. Cool. Start a paleo. I like your replay of that. Like, <laughs> well, if if anybody here knows my husband, he just has an idea and it, it, it it's roll with it and go. So it's like okay. So we go to the grocery store and we spend about seven hundred dollars on staples because mm-hmm. we own nothing paleo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. He prints out like this. 300 page cookbook of recipes that I need to start cooking for dinners. And I don't have a dishwasher in my house. Oh boy. All those dishes. (laughs) So Steve managed to, this was maybe about eight months. Steve managed to lose about 30 pounds. I lost two. And then fast forward, we, uh, we leave California. I quit my job. We sell our house and we move here to Jersey Mm -hmm. and I get a new job with the government. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, your job's 70% travel. You start traveling now. Oh, wow. For three months. Okay. So we just moved into our house. Steve's, like, I, again, not unpacking. I didn't unpack. Everything's still there. And he sets it up to his liking. And he's like, hey, I'm in Virginia for three months. Hey, I signed up for this gym. It seems really cool. Um, You know. I know you've got issues and you've got some disabilities and stuff, but they have amputees that are coaches and they can coach you. Mm. I'm like, okay. He's like, I started. It sucks. I hurt. It hurts, but it's great. Okay. I can picture Steve saying all of those things <laughs> in that same way. Yeah. Sorry. There was a something over there. Oh, no, you're good. So, I'm like, all right, cool. So here I am. Uh, I'm about 186 pounds now, mm-hmm. I'm almost 190, something like that. Last right. time I weighed myself when I was on the larger side for my my standards for myself was 189 pounds. Mm-hmm. This is when Steve joined Blue Titan. I'm like, okay, 
He's like, I signed you up, too. So when you get back, you start. <laughs> oh, and I signed Lily up, too, because they have a kid's class. But, you know, we're waiting until she turns four, because she has to be four to start. She was that little? She, oh my gosh, Lily! <laughs> She's grown up so much since now. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and so I'm thinking, okay, he's doing this thing, and he's out of shape, but he's not terrible. You know, he, he's got muscle, and he's, he's sore. So I was like, all right, I'm on travel. I'm going to go to the gym and, and, and kind of try to do something before I go so I don't look like an idiot. I have no clue what CrossFit is, mind you. Okay, I was going to ask, so you hadn't done, like, again, your experience was military and then sports in high school. Yes. You know, um, I I was actually even mispronouncing Krav Maga. I was calling it Krav Maga. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right to anyone else who... who Someone else, my my old boss, she would call it, yeah, she would call it Krav Maga, yeah. Yeah, Krav Maga. They're like, I was talking to somebody at work about that, like, you mean Krav Maga? I was like, I don't know. You're like, eh, yeah, maybe, you might be wrong, like, you look at Some that. sort of something. <laughs> and, and so, all right, cool. So I, I start going to the Y, because we had a Y membership. Mm -hmm. Never really used it, but I had one. Typical story, I guess. <laughs> so, I get home. Steve looks great. Like I didn't recognize my husband when oh, I came wow. home for three months. It was, it was, it was a transformation. I, I, I don't know what he weighed before or what he weighed when I got there, but he's lost over a hundred pounds. That's wild. Since he, since he started. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, when do I start? He's like, mother's day. Mother's right, mother. day. Happy mother's day. <laughs> So Mother's Day was my, my first class. And who'd you have class with? Do you remember the instructor? For some reason, I want to say it was Lloyd. But I know he doesn't work on Sundays, so it wasn't him. Was it Tom? No, I never had a class with Tom. Who else worked on Sundays? It might have been Logan. Okay, okay. I'm, you're pro I feel like you're right. I, I'm trying. The schedule's changed so many times that I'm like... <laughs> I don't even know who works at, like, what. I mean, now I do. Now I have to know. But, like, <laughs> at the yeah. time, I didn't really know. No, but but my, my first class, I, I won't forget it because it was running. Okay. Oh, oh, full circle. Full circle. It was running. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be that asshole that comes in and walks out the door because I can't do it. <laughs> um, No, I'm not. I'm not going to be that person. So I do it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the warm-up. I don't remember the stretches. I don't remember who was in the class. I don't remember seeing anybody or saying hi to anybody. Mm -hmm. I remember I was warmly welcomed by whoever was there. I just remember the run. And the fact that I came back well into the next class had already started. Mm -hmm. But I finished. It sucked. And then going, going forward, you know couple more classes like I, I don't know what a, what a what a what a deadlift is you know all I remember is you lift with your legs not your back yeah right yeah I, I don't I don't what, what's a snatch <laughs> what are you talking about yeah. clean jerk <laughs> these things are like wow that's so great Push press, split jerk. I, I, I had no clue. Like some, even to this day, the coaches were like, "Hey, we're doing this. What's that again?" Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of names to everything, and yeah, yeah makes sense. But it, it's it, it was it was so weird because I, I felt 
I could barely lift the, tr- you know, any of the bars. I had to use the training bar mm. just because, you know, I had no form. I had no movement. I had no functionality. I had no strength. Mm. And I was a little embarrassed. Mm. I was actually kind of a lot embarrassed. I'm like, uh, who was it? I saw Amy doing something. She walked in. And she was so intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know, she fit. She was kicking people's asses upstairs. And she was. I looked at her. I was like, man, I want to be like Amy. Mm-hmm. And then, and, 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 yeah, that, that, that was kind of where it was. And I, I would see, you know, people come in and, and, and run to Jesus and back. And I'm still at the red light. Like, oh. And, and this was early on in your uh, journey. This, this, this was totally early on. Yeah, I'm probably jumping here, there, and everywhere between experiences. So why did you end up staying? Like, because I know so- it can be really easy to be like, oh, wow, this is hard. This, like, I'm surrounded by yes people who know <laughs> what they're doing. Some people who still don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know what's going on. The music's real loud. Like, <laughs> wow, no yeah, people are grunting. Like, and it's, <laughs> uh, it's not um, a typical gym setting. And it's also not, uh, it's. I mean, I don't know. I'm not speaking from any experience. No, I don't know. No. <laughs> it, it's not uh diff. It's not um. It's not. It's why did I stay? Is that the question? Yeah, why did I continue? Like what, like, what hooked you in staying? Was it that moment with Amy being like, "Oh wow, like if she can do that, like I kind of want to do that." I think the thing that gave me the, the the glimpse of hope was the first time I saw even them. I knew result of my fitness it was a couple months but the the it wasn't the weight it was the inches Mm. when 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 my 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 work pants that were really really tight became looser Mm -hmm. and I noticed it and then it was just like wow but the scale really hadn't budged right I'm like okay I can do this and then seeing my husband, because he, he, he goes a lot, and then my kids started going, mm-hmm. Lily. And I didn't want her to see, oh, mama, it's too hard for mom. Mm-hmm. That pushed me to really actually go, because she would sit there and watch Yeah, while we, while we did things. And I didn't want her to see mommy. I didn't mind her seeing me fail at doing something, mm-hmm. or, but I didn't want her to see me quit. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it was just the things... Over the time, things start clicking. Like, oh, I, I, I literally just did the overhead, and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm using a real bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just added weight to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to name names, but there, there's, there's a few people that, that are really good runners. Mm-hmm. And you take the same class over and over again. You, you continually run with them. And then when I started coming in just behind them. Yeah. Running. And then, and then, then I'm right there with them running and then, you know, I'm, I'm a few steps ahead of them. And then they come to me and I'm like, dude, I tried to keep pace with you. you I, I was staring at you to keep up and you were keeping my pace. Thank you. You were keeping me Aww. the person that I looked up to. I was making them push harder. And it, it just felt amazing that somebody said that to me. Oh, that sounds like it was such a good Because I said that. that to so many other people. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a full circle came around again. I was like, I, I, I just, I, I don't want to beat you. I just want to keep up with you. And then it was, I'm keeping up with you. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to be an asshole, but I want to beat you now. <laughs> but nicely, you know, it's it's that friendly competition. Yeah, and it is it similar to military for you? Like, do you find that type of camaraderie, or is that your also experience, or is it different? Because uh, I don't know. Um, it's it's the, it's almost the same. You you have your cliques. Mm-hmm. Not saying cliche cliques, whatever, but you have the certain people that you gravitate to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and oddly enough. You, you 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 find the military people in there, and you still gravitate. To yeah, them. <laughs> I mean, well, we have uh, we have you know, it's interesting. Our um, Blue Titans community it consists of cops, it consists of firefighters, it consists of military, and a lot of nurses. Like yes, <laughs> so there's there's a lot of chaotic structure involved in that, <laughs> and and it's it's. Outside of the military, I have never found the camaraderie that I have at Blue Titan. I, I've I've tried to find friends. I'm not saying I'm a loser or anything, but to get a clique of friends, people that I actually want to hang out with or actually do hang out with. Yeah. I, I never had that outside the military until Blue Titan. Wow. I mean, I legitimately hang out with people. Like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Come on over. We're having a barbecue. Let's go for a walk. Let's go for a hike. Let's go to the amusement park. Let's go to the movies. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool. It's nice having like a family. It is, and it's nice to also be able to have the same values too. Because it may like like what you were saying with that idea of like chasing another person. They're keeping you accountable, like without even having to say anything. Like I look to you, and I'm like, damn, Stephanie's like. She can weigh and measure and do all this stuff like so can I. And I think that's why a lot of people do look up to you because you're doing the simple things and the things that look with discipline, with excellence, and you do it every single day. And you're like going after pull-ups and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to get there. I got one. I'm going to get two together soon. Exactly. Yeah. And um, uh, what was I going to say? What were your goals? goals well what are your current goals now current goals now i i i i want to do pull-ups like you i want to be freaking a a butterfly kipping pull-up queen because you're awesome thank you you're welcome (laughs) i just want butterflies so still flopping around but you know no no hey it's it's something i never thought i could do i've never done monkey bars as a kid Mm mm-hmm I, we did the bone frog last June and it was the first time ever I did a monkey bars. That's freaking like awesome. legit, like made it all the way across without falling on the first one. It was, it was phenomenal. Did you have a moment where you were like, I've never done this as a kid and I'm doing it now as an adult. The like- entire time I was doing, I mean, it was up in the air cargo net. I hate heights anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And, and my husband's back there cheering me on. Uh, Julian Curtis were behind mm-hmm. us. And I'm like, I'm doing this. Oh my god! It's like that moment you 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 get your first pull up and you're yeah, halfway you're there like, and you know you can't do it and you get it closer closer like and you stop you're like I'm doing it no don't stop yeah. <laughs> it was the same with the monkey bars and I got off and I was just like it was amazing it was absolutely amazing it's like wow I never never thought I could do that and the, and the weirdest thing was I told my mom mm-hmm. love my mom and she goes Stephanie. I never thought I would ever hear you say you were able to do that. I'm not being mean, sweetheart, but I'm proud of you. Oh, 
That's such a sweet moment. Those are so amazing. Like, those are really amazing non-scale moments and victories too to have. And I'm sure along your journey, it can get easy. It can be easy to get lost in the scale and get lost in just like not making progress in terms of numbers. But to have moments like that, it's 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 priceless. Oh, those those things uh, you could you could I can throw the scale out the window. I have those things and those those accomplishments, and that's that's winning. I could I could still be one hundred and eighty nine pounds and and make those accomplishments. I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what? How did you find the type of meal plan that you have now? What did you start off with, and then how did you morph into what you're currently doing? So, what did you start off with, and then what what are you currently doing? Uh, like I said earlier, we tried paleo. Mm-hmm. Good food, great food. I, 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 I'm just cooking and measuring foods. I know nothing about anything. I'm just reading a recipe card. Mm-hmm. Uh Fast forward, joined Blue Titan. Steve was there for three months before I got there. He hands me this spiral-bound notebook that says six-week challenge on it. (laughs) He said, hey, I started a challenge with the gym. You cook better than I do. (laughs) Can you read this and do it? I was like, I can cook anything if you, you tell me what it is. And then it had like ounces of this and ounces of that and actually having to weigh food and you weigh it raw before you cook it. And then there's like uh, grams of carbs, grams of fat. I I gotta read food labels. I I gotta make sure there's none of this in it. Mm -hmm. I I had no clue. Mm -hmm. It was completely overwhelming. That's And I think a lot of people again, seeing where you've gone to now to like probably being a pro at like looking at the back of labels and everything. Like, I I feel like hearing you say that you're like, I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning could be encouraging to someone else. Because someone else. No clue. Yeah. Uh, 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 Ezekiel bread. What the hell is Ezekiel bread? Where do you, I I can't find Ezekiel bread in in, in the bakery section. It's in the freezer. (laughs) I know, right? No, I never knew. And it was sitting in our freezer for probably eight months, and then we threw it away because we never ate it because it was in the freezer. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a bumpy start, you know, learning scales, and then you know, I just stuck to Steve's plan because I wasn't on the program. Mm-hmm. I piggybacked, <laughs> but um. I started, you know, cooking what he asked for on his program, and. It worked out that even though it was more than I probably should have had, it was less than he- it was less food I was eating before and healthier food. Mm-hmm. So it was the quality that helped give me a little push. Sorry, is a bird coming <laughs> for you? <laughs> no, I have one of those stupid trees that drop these little thingies. Uh, I don't know if you for can see those it. Of you, so you guys are not. I'm going to talk to the audio listeners for a sec. So you're not. You guys don't get the beautiful background that I'm currently looking at and it's uh the where do you live again it's the beautiful woods of uh Byram Township Byram Township and uh there was a leaf falling on Stephanie's shoulder and I thought it was a bird coming to attack her so (laughs) it was a bird coming for her so we 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 maintain that and he completed a six-week challenge and he's like Steph let's just stick with it you know you're, you're you're good at cooking the food you know, we've got the basics and, and we'll go from there. So we stuck with that for a while. 
And then the doctors came in. Ooh. You know, it was it was it was it was time for my uh my annual blood work and this, that, and the other. I've been putting it off, putting it off, because I hear the same thing. Ah, oh, get back cholesterol. You, you, you eat too much sugar. You got high A1C. You know, you're going to have diabetes, blah, blah, blah. And it goes in one year out the other when you're young. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't care. And this time it really hit home. It was like, hey, you're, you're literally one spaghetti noodle away from diabetes. Wow. I, I, I'm not smart. I don't know the numbers, but they, they broke it down. They're like, this is green. This is green-ish going into yellow. This is yellow. This is yellowish going into orange. And here's borderline red. And that's where you are. Wow. And they said, get rid of the sugar. Cut your carbs out. Stop eating pasta. Stop eating bread. And I sat home and I talked to my, my husband. And I said, hey. He's like, you know what? Honestly, I've been thinking about doing low carb anyway. Let's do it. So I, so. I have a, actually a follow up question. So was yeah. this at? Did you take that test while at the same time like being at the gym? Like, is this already into your journey and like yes. doing the six week challenge? So how far in was this that you got that news that you were almost diabetic? It's probably about. I was only probably. I was about four months in okay, four to my journey. In. So this is about September-ish. Mm-hmm. And I started in May. So yeah, May, September-ish. And so beginning of October, we started doing keto, mm-hmm. ketogenic diet. And it was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't realize what has carbohydrates in it. Lots of stuff. <laughs> lots of stuff, lots of good stuff, pasta, yeah. bread, and, 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 and everything, you know, under the sun. So we started that, um, and that's where a lot of, a lot of, a lot of macros counting came in. And, and if you guys don't know, MyFitnessPal is an amazing food app to it track is. your food, count your macros, count your calories. It's, it's great. And that's, that's what helped me understand macros and counting and saving recipes and, and, and finding out what works and, and his macros were different than my macros and I do all the cooking. So it was, did you look up a lot of stuff to learn? Like, how did you, how did you learn? Like, what did you, how did you pick? I, I know you said Steve was kind of like, we should do keto. Yes. Yeah. The, am I hearing that right? Or, okay. Yeah. So right. He was like, let's do keto. Did he, again, hand you, like, a book to take a look at? Or, like, what was the process to actually understanding, like, how do I get this number for me? Because you said his numbers were different than yours. Um, We started looking online. Mm-hmm. As, you know, Google knows everything. Yeah. Google tells you this, tells you that, tells you this. Um, I took it upon ourselves well i took it upon myself to figure out you know the 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 percentages and i just plugged the percentages in with uh, my fitness pal mm-hmm. and it gave me my 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 daily macros for the day i started that way and then steve changed his up a bit according to a uh, fitness program he was taking mm-hmm. um he was doing body spartan and they had a low carb pre-calculated macros based on his specific measurements. Mm -hmm. So they calculated his macros that way for him. 
and it's 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 a little it's tedious doing two separate macros sometimes. Yeah, I, I believe. And it. it it helps. It helps with a lot of stuff. Um, I the fitness and and I think the 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 diets changing helped a lot with my back issues. I had I had a very bad back. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had back pain since I started Blue Titan. That's crazy. Um. And yeah, so it's just after after a while, and I, I constantly make the same recipes. It's like every two weeks, it's it's a cycle of the same recipes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm constantly looking up something or calculating the macros. I, I weigh the food and I know what the weight of each food is and how many macros are in it because I save it to my fitness pal or it's just memorization. Mm-hmm. So that helps speed up the process instead of having to calculate every meal every time. Yeah, that can be overwhelming, and I'm sure um, when you were first trying to figure out, like, what worked for you, mm-hmm. you feel lost in your own kitchen. <laughs> you, you do. You you really do. And, and and my husband was great. He's like, Steph, you can just plop me a can of tuna fish and cook me rice and, and call it a day. Chicken breast and broccoli, I'm fine. I'll throw hot sauce on it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I can't eat like that. I need flavor. <laughs> Seasonings. But you, you you get your go-to recipes, and, and, and of course I have the child i got to think about because I'm not forcing our diet on her. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll, she'll eat macaroni and cheese, and she'll have fish sticks and chicken nuggets and sandwiches and bologna and cereal. So that, that's – but she, uh, she loves my cauliflower pizza. That's awesome. She'll take that over store-bought pizza any day, and I'm happy. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Uh, has she, does she have any interest in like taking uh, CrossFit or is she pretty set on like jujitsu? Cause I know she's got the jujitsu <gasps> bug right now. Yeah. She's, she's, she's definitely hardcore for jujitsu. She, um, with, with the whole stay at home thing, we, uh, she hasn't been able to go to jujitsu. So we've been implementing, she goes on three mile walk slash jog Aww. with us every day and she does really good. It takes her about an hour. And before she can get on her Xbox, she has to do 30 push-ups. I like that. Accountability. And, and, and not, not the fish push-ups like little kids do. Yeah. She, each one has to count. Sorry. And, and now we implement it before she can play any games on her phone or tablet. She has to do 30 sit-ups. It's very smart. So she's, she's, she's staying active. She, she, she wants... She comes down to the gym with the, the gym because we have we legit have something really nice in the basement. You saw it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it's grown a little bit since then, but she'll come down to the gym with us, and and she'll she'll want to do something. She'll see me doing air squats, and I was doing with the resistance band one day. She's like, "Mom, I want one. Do you have another one?" Aww. And those really terrible, terrible resistance bands that that. You, you really just want to throw in a trash can. So I let her use it. We were doing air squats together and she'll do, uh, she'll do pushups with daddy. And, um, her jujitsu class has a zoom class for like, like blue Titan has for us, which is really nice. And I'm her dummy and it, it kind of hurts sometimes. Yeah. Jujitsu, no joke. <laughs> and, and I feel bad because the, the, the coach is back there and I'm like, I don't know what this is, Lily. So you're going to have to do it. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know. <laughs> jujitsu so she's she's good she's she loves vegetables we all love vegetables i hated vegetables growing you couldn't even get me to eat a vegetable and now look at you kale cauliflower (laughs) i 
seriously, I crave vegetables. It's it's ridiculous. I, there was one time where I opened a bag of broccoli and just ate like out of the bag. And someone, I, I can't remember where I was or who I was, do- who had made the comment. They're like, is that not cooked? And I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, no, mind you. Yeah. It, it's, 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 it's so, it's, it's such a great snack, but mind you, I do, I do have my unhealthy days. I'm not a, um, a machine. No, but how do you stay? Like, why do you? Why do you continue to stay on track and stay disciplined? Is it the military, like, now that you have, like, a routine, like, it's just ingrained in you? Or do you have, like, a further why or goal, um, like being able to do certain movements, being able to stay healthy and well, to be able to do a muscle-up and pull-ups and stuff like that? Like, does having that as a goal motivate you further? Or is it, again, the simple fact of having a routine that works for you? A little bit of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like structure. I like routines, and my life's chaotic. Mm-hmm. It, it's terrible, and it goes back to regardless of what's going on that day with the crazy fire over here. You still have the stuff you need to do for today, mm-hmm. and that's implemented on me. So, like, say I, I gotta go travel. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy for anybody just to go to freaking order up Papa John's and have a pizza delivered to your hotel, mm-hmm. but I. I it's 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 the hard work that I put in over all this time that I don't want to lose over a uh, uh, ordered pizza and sitting in my hotel room drinking beer. That's a very smart way to look at it. That's a very um, it's a good way to look back and be like, I've worked hard for this. I don't deserve to feel like crap anymore. Like no, I it's it's. It becomes routine. It's something that's like, oh, I, I didn't work out today, and it really sucks. I really wanted to go to the gym. And when, when schedules get hectic, and, and Lily's got jujitsu, and Steve's got pool, and I've got work, and then I still got to go home. It's Wednesday, and I have to cook because I meal prep on Wednesdays and Sundays. It's like, what am I going to do? Uh, all right, well, let me go downstairs and, 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 and push out something to get the, the heart rate elevated a little bit just to keep it conditioned. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you get it. It sounds like you get it done no matter what, like regardless of the, no matter how. Oh, there's so many days I don't want to do workouts <laughs> and I still do it just because I, it's, it's routine. I love that. I, I love, and I, I think again, it's important for people to hear that again, it's not, it, it's, it's just what you do at one point <laughs> at some point. So, well, today was, it, it, like, take example, today's supposed to rain. I yeah. wasn't supposed to go to work today. I was supposed to work from home. This, that, now there's six o'clock last night. I get like 15 million emails saying, hey, you got to go in tomorrow and do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, uh, okay, my routine's broken. Mm-hmm. Now, do I take that as my routine's broken or do I take that as an initiative to, I've got a great running spot that I really want to run and try to beat my time because it's right there at work. Oh, nice. Okay. So, did you beat your uh, time? I, I haven't checked Facebook yet. I haven't posted it on Facebook. I got oh. a sub nine. Oh, oh my gosh, that's awesome, Steph. You <laughs> sub you nine. High five. <laughs> that was that was that was amazing. I uh, 
I'm I'm gonna toot toot Eric's horn here. I uh, I put um aha on my running list this morning after his advice. Song or hmm. What what is that? Uh huh. Yeah. Take on me. Oh, okay. (laughs) He he had a little video last night, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take Eric's advice. I'm gonna put that one song on there, and I did, and that was song number two on my playlist. Nice. And literally, that was the only thing that changed during my run was that song on my playlist. Oh. And I shaved off 12 seconds. That's awesome. That's that's so uh, phenomenal. Um, and again, just from having this whole conversation scene from even before, I again, I had no idea about everything that happened like before um, you coming to Blue Titan and... I, again, just wanted to thank you for sharing your story and for taking the time to talk and be open about it and share uh, what you do and your mindset. And I love your, it's, it's not, you're, you're lighthearted. Like you, you let, like, it seems like you just want to have fun with it. And then you're also (laughs) disciplined at the same time, which I think is important too. You have to be goofy. Yeah. And I love that. Like I wanted, cause I just love the way that you like were describing things and it made me just again, appreciate you more as a person too uh, because of that. And I really do appreciate that about you, like the goofy, but disciplined. And I think it's important to have both. So um, you have to have fun or it's work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Stephanie, for talking with me and, uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, you're welcome, Marky. Thank you for interviewing me. I I, I feel like I'm special. Because <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, don't tell don't tell anybody. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I just have one more final note. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our text message, our email, and our newsletter campaigns. And be sure that you're a part of our members-only page to receive any and all updates in regarding to, in regards to our uh, Zoom classes and regards to any additional outdoor classes in which program we're using, so on and so forth. So please utilize those resources. And thank you again for listening. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.